I'm not sure, but this might be a chicken. What's the gag? I say, what's the gag, son? Gag, that is. Where are we taking me, boys? Speak up. I'm a chicken hawk, and I'm out to get my first chicken. And you are it. <laughs> me a chicken? <laughs> No chicken. I say, I'm no chicken, son. A chicken has black fur all over him. Black fur, that is. Sean? Yes. Why did the rooster. Why didn't the rooster cross the road? Because it was waiting on the chicken. To prove it wasn't chicken. <laughs> Even though I think roosters are chickens, but maybe he was. T- but he was trying to prove he wasn't chicken. Okay, so because those it. darn chickens, they cross that road. <laughs> they try, you know. Of course, you know. I think skunks have far less success than than chickens. Do. Yeah, skunks and don't, possums, possums don't do very well. Hearts. Neither yeah. do possums. And around here, the big old deer. You know, they just seem like they just want to jump out. As mm-hmm. as you know, I have unfortunately found out last summer. You know, they will kill a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, raccoons, so, all raccoons, all kinds of all mm-hmm. kinds of you know stuff for Granny Clampett stew mm-hmm. seen on the side of the road. Yeah. Rooster stew, rooster stew, rooster stew, rooster do. <laughs> you know, roosters. we're talking about roosters today, roosters. folks. Aren't yeah. you excited? Yeah, the all American bird, the chi- the rooster. Boy, and chi- I said boy. boy. I said boy. <laughs> you get. Uh, you get you some of get you some of that old get some of that old dog over there, an old dog. Pay attention to me, boy. Pay attention. I'm not just talking to hear my head roar. Do you th- do you think kids, <laughs> kids today know who Foghorn Leghorn is? Probably not. Is? But yeah. that's a shame. And if you don't know who Foghorn Leghorn is, mm-hmm. just Google. Google and look him up and listen to uh, watch some clips. Watch some Looney Tunes, mm-hmm. and you will be Looney because mm-hmm. he's a he's a Looney rooster. He's a loon- Yeah, that was a good character. Mm-hmm. That was a very good character. And we're, we got we got some roosters. We got some, we got roosters, some roosters here in the museum, we, in, in this museum in Oklahoma. In rooster, you, you, exactly. <laughs> this is a rooster state, rooster town. It's rooster a rooster museum. state. <laughs> yeah. Rooster museum. Uh, you know, a lot of, lot, of, lot of chickens in Oklahoma. Okay. A lot of, lot of you know, ch- that's a big, a big uh, business, raising, I guess, backyard poultry these days. Welcome. So, Welcome everyone. Welcome, welcome everyone. Welcome. Episode twenty-two. Two-two. Yes. Two-two in the year two-two. In uh, in the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry in Locust Grove, downtown Locust Grove, Main Street, corner of Main and Delaware, we uh-huh. are coming to you to talk about a couple of poems. A couple of poems. We're having a a, uh, a double header back to back. Yeah. Today, so this is going to be new for us. <laughs> so yeah. every every week on our podcast, we talk about a poem or a couplet or line or phrase that someone has left on the walls or the floor or the ceiling of the museum, and uh, we talk about it. And we have an exhibit in here right now. And um, I'm talking to you at the what is today? It's at the end of March. We're at the end of March. It's 25th of March. Okay, so 25th. we have an exhibit that's uh, March through April at the museum. So if it's still April when you're listening, you got to come and see this exhibit. It's from the Oklahoma History Center. It's called "Where They Went: uh, Oklahomans and Their Animals." Yeah. And there's one particular photograph of. It's called "Men Displaying Roosters." Interesting. Interesting. (laughs) Hmm. Men displaying roosters. It says circa 1920 to 1930. Mm -hmm. 
And the little card that went with it says, Three men showing their favorite roosters. This photo might have been taken at a county fair or similar event. And interesting. Mm-hmm. And in the photo, it's three men <laughs> displaying <laughs> their roosters. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> they're very they're they're dressed in suits and ties mm-hmm. and all have hats on as men did and women at the time and they're all very stoic none of them are smiling and they're just holding their roosters yeah, yeah. and then some people wrote some little post-it note poems to go with them that's that is neat to go with this photograph right yeah. right including i guess a couple that i'm going to read yes you know yes yeah, so so one of them's on a yellow post-it note and the other's on a pink peachy Peachy, yeah. Peachy coral, pe- yeah, corally. Coral, co- it is coral. Coral, yeah. <laughs> <That'd> be fancy. <laughs> Go to wackypoemlife.com, you'll see the photos. Yeah. Well, shall I read them? Yes, please. All right. As a man at the fair, I hold my rooster and stare. Mm-hmm. I love my rooster. He's a mood booster. Excellent couplet. Thank you. Yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> that, you know, and what and I, reading too. Thank you. And what... <laughs> Tickled me, and I use the word tickle. My family always has made me laugh. Tickle my cheese. Tickle, tickle, tickle that cheese. (laughs) It's gonna be gonna be a shirt. Mark my word. Um, Was the misspelling of stare? Mm -hmm. I hold my rooster and stare. S T A I R. So to me, that is. uh, I like that. The fact that it's misspelled. Do you see a stare? In, you know, is that the image that goes in your head whenever you see that? No, I, I, I immediately. Um, uh, <laughs> it just made you laugh. It just, I, I immediately went to uh, autocorrect, you know, where it's like, uh, excuse me, excuse me, this is incorrect, you know, because I do a lot of proofreading for progress notes at work, and it's like, um, no, no, coming downstairs is not S T A R E S, no, which is written a lot. In Latin. No, no, no. But Bill, we know who wrote this couplet too. Oh, you've you, yeah, you, and he knows he's a horrible speller. Okay, okay, I and he, I know this person too, so I'm 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 honored to know this person. So I, 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 hi, Michael. Hey, Michael. You know you're you are now famous. We told you, and as we've said in the past, you never know who when your poem might be discussed uh, on right. air. And did Michael have any idea we were going to discuss? This no, poem? no. Which which makes it more fun because he commented that he enjoyed last week. Yes, yes. So, so hi, Michael. This yeah. is my nephew, Michael Duck. Yeah. And um, yes, I recognize the handwriting, and and I saw I also recognize the misspelling. Yeah. And I wonder, <laughs> so good job, Michael. I, this is cool couplet. Right. And I wonder uh, if Michael just enjoys roosters and just wanted to because I did he write, picked out that did write any photograph. Poem, did he write any poems about any other of the photos? No. In fact, he wrote two poems about this po- photograph, and I don't think he wrote one about any of the others. This, this really affected him. Yeah. This really. <laughs> It was attracted to the rooster going. photo. Rooster, right, <laughs> right. Well, I, I think they're they very evoke a lot of imagery, you know. And I guess roosters are mood boosters. Yeah, yeah. That's because the, the first other... thing you hear in the morning is the cockadoodle-doo mm-hmm. of a mm-hmm. of a rooster, and the yeah. mood is boosted, or you throw a shoe at it, whichever you. It's an ever hopeful kind of uh, animal, isn't it? It's just like. Cockadoodle, it's morning. Here's another day. And it seems to me there's another reason to get here's up. There's another reason. It seems to me like it's a uh, maybe I'm wrong. It's an American symbol of morning and you mm-hmm. know and the agricultural base of this country yeah. of rooster and yeah. I think it's worldwide. Is it worldwide? Yeah. 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 Well, so we we'll, we'll we'll share the rooster with other every all the other well countries. the old uh, the old folk tale about Chanticleer. I don't know. Did that originally come in the French? But I I think about it of course in the British version. 
And uh, then in the Canterbury Tales, there's a version of anyway. Well, yeah, right, it's right. all they're, they're all, roosters are everywhere. It, they're everywhere, and uh, <laughs> wild roosters are. Um, what do they What do they call the wild uh, ch- chickens or roosters in South America? Are quite interesting. Wild uh, jungle, jungle fowl. Jungle they're fowl. Jungle fowl oh, is what they're called. Jungle yes. rooster. Yeah, jungle boogie. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. It's almost it's almost like you know dodging. Like, here we here we come. <laughs> so I like in uh, in in Michael's couplet that he says, "I hold my rooster and stare," and because that it's perfectly a, a perfect description of the photograph, and and that's kind of what we ask people to do. And we're a very interactive mu- uh, museum, and we want people to look at things in the museum and then use their words to talk about how it affected them and those men are just staring at the camera they don't i don't they don't look really happy (laughs) (laughs) to be holding in their roosters but they they apparently are proud of these roosters or or you know i wouldn't want i they have their best suits on yeah and they're holding an animal that could crap on them at any moment (laughs) so they've got to be happy yes yes Right, you know um, these roosters don't have pants or diapers on. No, and uh, birds are known for you know when the mood hits them, they just you know, stop, drop, and roll. You know, but uh, I, I was going to tell you a funny story. <laughs> birds stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> well, in a sense, in a sense, you know, when, when they when the urge hits them to eliminate, they they just they just do it. You know, go about it. no sense of privacy or modesty. My my mi- middle brother was telling me recently that when he was six, seven years old, he had no money. Little little farm guy in a small town in Arkansas. Uh, community, he was going to go to town, but wanted to go to town, but he had no money. So my grandmother, whom I n- have never met, had no money either, no money, but she had chickens. So she gave him a hen, and he carried that hen to town, and I think he got fifty cents for her to spend somewhere. Did she climb a beanstalk at the end of the story? It, 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 <laughs> and that, you know, it, it, I hope not, you know. But I thought, you know, that is just cracks me up, the fact that this little kid was carrying a rooster to town to trade as barter. You <laughs> I wonder know? what he got for it. I, probably candy or, you know, a BB, some BBs for his gun or something like that. I don't know. You know, knowing my brother, I don't know. Yeah. I thought, well, that fits kind of into our theme here, our, yeah. our, our poultry theme. Mm-hmm. And I came up with a, you know, I thought, here we have, as a man at the fair, I hold my rooster and stare. I came up with a very alt. Kind of a little nice alternate for the for the women out there. As a woman at the fair, I let my hen nest in my hair. <laughs> now I need to duck because there's probably going to be some tomatoes thrown at the side of the museum here. It's getting gross. <laughs> that sounded like the beginning of an Edward Lear limerick. Ooh. Actually, well, you might have to keep going with yeah, that. Get yeah. you get you three more lines and get, you'll have it. Carry on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the misspelling, did, did that add to the humor to you, Sean? Or was it just sort of Oh, a, not necessarily. No. <laughs> I, just thought, I, just, it, I just enjoyed it, you know. Um, it just it made me chuckle. Yeah. Keep writing, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> and I did, uh, I was telling you before this, Bill, that there was an, he wrote a second poem to go with the same photograph. And uh, I didn't send that one to you, but I. <laughs> it, it, it carries the theme forward. Even it carries further. the theme forward. It is, and here it is. When I hold my cock at the fair, I tend to glare. And I sort of, I kind of did a pause. I thought, okay, you know, hey, it, here we go. We're kind of, I think, I think I get the idea. You know, Michael's being a little, you know, tongue in cheek, so to speak. But I thought, you know, Michael seems to enjoy his his rooster. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
yes. <laughs> so I went to my uh, my uh, Your lover. Bo- yes, my lover, my okay. boyfriend, my fiance, mm-hmm. my future husband, <laughs> the online etymology dictionary because I was interested in the origin of the word rooster and mm-hmm. and the origin of, of the word cock. You know, to refer to the rooster. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't really learn a whole lot. Rooster uh, comes from roost and just uh, Middle English roste, a chicken's perch. And from the Old English, wooden, uh, harassed, wooden framework of a roof. So the original word that roost came from came from the word roof. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, but what does that have to do with the rooster? Uh, I'm not sure, except that they are a roosting bird. Well, and, and I looked up a similar thing that said, you know, the, the rooster is short for roosting bird. So yeah. they just put rooster in there. Mm-hmm. But I thought, gosh, many, many, many birds roost, and they're not called roosters. Yeah, yeah. It just seems to be this was a bird that was uh, um, popular and also very instrumental in uh, feeding a nation in a way from eggs to meat. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but the etymology of the bird is is not. It's dissatisfying to it's, me. It's dissati- Your lover has dissatisfied you, Sean? Well, well yes. He should have gone further into, yes. into try and find out more about the origin of that yeah. word. Now, the origin of the word cock, meaning male of the dis- domestic fowl, does come from Old English, um, C-O-C-C. I'm mm-hmm. not sure how I would have pronounced that in Old mm-hmm. English. Cook. Just meaning male bird. Male but, bird. yeah, the French is coke, C-O-Q. Mm-hmm. Cook. Yeah. Um so, and, and in the Old English, the C-O-C-C, Coke, was a nickname for somebody who strutted like a cock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's been around a long time, this idea of calling someone cocky, mm-hmm. you know, as somebody who is, well, <laughs> it, here's, here's a good explanation from the dictionary. A common term in the Middle Ages for a pert boy used of scullions, apprentices, servants, etc. Mm, pert. 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 <laughs> if you're particularly pert. Pert. Yes. You might have been called cock. Well, I remember, remember my family saying things like, he strutted around like an old bandy rooster. Yes. And that like he was too, yeah, cock of too, the walk. a little too proud of himself. You yeah. Know, cock of the walk. Yes. 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 Very pert. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> uh, do roosters roost? I guess they do roost. I know they don't nest. Do they nest? I don't think roosters lay hatch eggs. Like no, they a hen do will. not. You know, they seem to, they're just too proud for that. I can't, I, and their and their tail feathers are too big to sit on that nest. They anyway. fertilize so that we do get eggs. But yeah. And speaking of, I was in, in my in my research. Uh, I, I, I a lot of people had the misconception that hens will not lay eggs unless there's a rooster around. Hmm. Which is, of course, not true because the female process of a, of a, the hen is going to be to uh, the le- egg will form and 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 be released. Mm-hmm. Now, a rooster it, it will not, never be a fertile egg without a rooster around. But I thought, I wonder why people think there has to be a rooster around for a hen to lay an egg. It's anthropomorphism. Anthro- what anthropomorphism. It is right there. Yes. And I'm going to spell that in a minute. And, and when the spell, <laughs> but I thought that was interesting because I thought, well, that's like saying, of course, the tree makes a sound in the forest if you're not a, there to hear it, but. <laughs> anyway, but I also found out that the rooster totem stands for pride and self-confidence. So that kind of goes with, you know, too, yes. much, too much pride, too much self-confidence. It's a balancing act there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a song by the Foo Fighters that I really like called Iron Rooster. Have you ever heard that I've not song? I've heard that. And I, when I first heard it, I thought, well, why a rooster? And uh, it does make sense, though, some of the lyrics. Have you ever been dumb enough to do what you wanted to do without good reason coming over you? 
Have you ever been young enough to feel what you wanted to feel, take back those years for something real? Have you ever been drunk enough to say what you wanted to say without no words getting in the way? Yes, I have. (laughs) (laughs) I certainly have. (laughs) Became quite eloquent. (laughs) I was just saying those lines. I wasn't going to try to sing that like Dave Grohl. That would have been really bad. I like the Foo Fighters. Learning to Fly when I just – classic band. Love them. And then the – the chorus says, I'm an iron rooster, cold and still. Hmm. Your regular sculpture held against my will. Good writing. Yeah. 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 I, w- I wanted to ask you something, Sean. Yes. Have you ever been chased by an angry rooster? Yes. I have never <laughs> been more terrified as a child in my life than I was at, you know, a, a cousin's little farm. And I, I think I was holding a puppy. And I – <laughs> I think that enraged this rooster. He and I didn't I, want you to be having any kind of. He fun. came around the corner with blood in his eye, and I remember taking off, and it was. I felt like I was going to die, and then I, I finally he kind of cornered me, and then he started slapping me with his uh his his feet. And thank goodness he didn't have any you know sharp um uh, spurs spurs. <laughs> But I thought, this is how I'm going to be meet my death. I'm going to be beaten to death by a rooster. I've never been so terrified in my entire life. You survived a, it. I survived it. But then again, I thought to myself, many people I know have been chased by mm-hmm. angry, mm-hmm. either ducks, geese, or roosters. Yeah. I think I've been chased by all three of those. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I have been. Yeah. And it just it terrifies children you know, to think that this a, a bird's coming to uh, kill them, basically. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's a common it's a common. Uh, well, there's so – they're so, so cocky. They're so the cocky. rooster. The rooster is so cocky. Yeah, it's just know, like I'm coming for you. I've never been really hit or chased by a hen, <laughs> but those cocky roosters come and like the cock of the walk and just you know corner me and try to kill me. Yeah, even that puppy couldn't help me, and I was trying to hold the puppy out as like a shield. Shame mm-hmm. on me, but I was so young. You know, and Foghorn Leghorn tries to talk the little chicken hawk into believing that he's not yeah. a chicken. You, know? you don't want to eat me. I'm no chicken. <laughs> I'm not a chicken. chicken. Chicken's got fur like that, long ears like that one over there. There's a chicken over there by in that house. Boy, I say boy. Chewing on that bone. Chewing on that bone, I say. <laughs> I say, stop it, boy. You're doing a lot of chopping, but no chips are flying. <laughs> <laughs> you know th- those are those are classic Andy Griffith sayings. You know, yes. kid, don't quit talking so much or get his tongue sunburned. <laughs> yeah, classic lines. Is that is that Mel Blank who did the Foghorns? Yes, okay. he did the original ones, and then I think somebody else took over after yeah. he died. Yeah, I looked up some Foghorn sayings, and of course, I've been watching cartoons too. <laughs> <laughs> he said about the dog. In the cartoons, you know, that he was always walloping on the butt. That dog's as subtle as a hand grenade in a barrel of oatmeal. <laughs> Remember how he'd hold, he'd hold his tail up and whack that butt yes. and then run, and the dog would run to the end of the chain and then stop. and cause he, Yeah, fall into a well or right. something and then be hanging there. <laughs> oh, classic cartoons, oh, you know. Yeah. I say that dog's busier than Centipede at a toe-counting contest. <laughs> That's busy. I, That's I, pretty busy. I could sit here for 30 minutes just doing foghorn leghorn sayings. Foghorn but le- I leghorn shall not, stand up. I shall not. Okay. Looney right. Tunes might get us. <laughs> okay, I, I see. <laughs> copyright. Always copyright. No, we, we could do little 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 thingies of little blurbs. Looney Tunes. Yeah. yeah because yeah. they're 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 on YouTube's YouTube's. They're on the yeah, YouTube's. They're on that YouTube. They're on the YouTube's they're on and that the Twitter YouTube that we hear the about. Facebooks. The Facebook. <laughs> I got the Facebook going on. Um, Pay attention, boy. I'm cutting, but you ain't bleeding. uh, Yeah, I'm trying. (laughs) I'm trying. 
<laughs> Speaking of roosters, <clears throat> they're a common decorating theme. French country is based yeah, all around based all around you know the the rooster. People are always coming in the rummage store wanting to know if we got rooster stuff. Is that is that Roxanne because she's our rooster jeweler? Oh, you know? rooster jewelry. Rooster yeah. rooster jewelry. Yes, uh, yes. Art. I um, bought a rooster jeweled rooster from Roxanne to mm-hmm. give as a retirement gift. You know. Thank you. That reminds me, Bill. Yes. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So if, if you go to Wacky Poem Life and you look at the pictures for this episode, there's probably going to be three or four of them up there. I want you to see the men staring who are displaying the rooster. So we got that I wonder that which photograph. one won the contest. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they yeah. don't even know where it was taken at or if yeah. it was a contest. There's no ribbons or anything. Yeah. So I wanted you to see that. I wanted you to see the little couplets on the sticky notes. And then I also have a picture of a bejeweled art assemblage rooster mm-hmm. Those are so cool. by my sister yeah. Roxanne Yates yeah. and she made it and it is hanging on the wall by this rooster photo in the museum and it is for sale it's for sale and um, the proceeds will go to the museum I, and I will ship this if somebody looks at that photo and does not live here anywhere nearby and you want yeah. to purchase it please it's it is gorgeous it is gorgeous it is beautiful I, I have several of her pieces mm-hmm. and uh, the coffee cup jewels and so forth and they're just they're works of art and I think she should take photos of all of her work and put in a uh, a, a book. I mean, or have a gallery showing. They're just quite low, the best I've ever seen of jewelry real, assemblage. That would be a real mood booster. Mood booster. This rooster is a mood booster. It's called. She called him Jan, uh, Jim Dandy. Jim Dandy Rooster. And he is a dandy because I looked he's at that. He's quite the dandy. Yeah. 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 He will make your life so happy. He will make your life so happy. And the sun will come in wherever you put him in your room, and it yeah. will shine, and he will, all these colors will just glitter around it'll, you it'll be a, an aurora borealis in your own room <laughs> see don't you want that don't you want that dear I, dear listeners yeah, absolutely i think you do want that yeah <laughs> yeah I, I it is absolutely beautiful i'm kind of envious of roxanne's work I thought, how the heck do you do this she has a trade secret and i don't i don't blame her for not telling anyone <laughs> i'm like how do you get these things so secure it's, it's like kelly with her uh, it's probably some concoction her husband jerry made up to do that yeah it's it's trademark patented, and I can't let you know what it is, but it is very unique. Yeah, <laughs> I love her work. I love it. Yeah. I do too. But roosters and uh, uh, <laughs> back to roosters. No, we we're still talking about roosters. When you um, at the state fair, when I go in the little um, um, exhibit for uh, domestic animals and so forth, and, and the the rabbits, chickens, and so forth. Well, you get these roosters in little cages, and one starts crowing, and another starts crowing, and another starts crowing, and another, mm-hmm. and here we go. <laughs> we have a little crowing contest, you know. Yeah. And it's it's kind of humorous to uh, to watch them compete. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm, I'm louder than you. No, I'm louder than you. No, I'm louder than you. So. Uh, cocky is so. They're cocky. They're cocky. Yeah. yeah. They're making more noise than a couple of skeletons throwing a fit on a tin roof. Yeah. Sorry, I went back to my foghorn. You know she, she, Sean's a little obsessed with this foghorn. Leg. You know, I think she's. Gonna, I think it's one of her personalities. Sean, isn't the isn't the the red part the comb of the rooster used for medicinal purposes or um, uh, um, some sort of a uh, a joint remedy? I've never heard I, of that. It seems like it sounds sort of a voodooish to me, but I thought there was some sort of a uh, like a uh, something in that in that. Uh, Part of the of the bird that is has medicinal qualities or is purported to have. Well, listeners, you can you, let us know. This is a reason to contact us. us you know, know nobody has ever emailed or messaged us and told us that we've said something wrong. And you know that we have. You know we have gotten yeah. stuff wrong. Prove us wrong. It's okay to correct us. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're not we're not little wilting lilies. Oh heavens, no! Oh know. my gosh, we're, I, we're all right. I've self <laughs> I've self I've listened back and I thought that ain't right. I used I, to I teach ninth graders. Yeah. I'm an iron rooster. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. I can take it. Yeah, I can take it. Now, I'm a little Tell more, us. I'm a little more fragile, but I'll I'll deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking around for um, other poems about roosters, you know, to see what other poets had to say about that. And I read a little bit of the the Foo Fighters song, which I think you all look that up. I think you can actually listen to this little EP that that song came out on for free. Okay. Because um, they, they wanted everybody to, to listen to it, I Am Rooster. But I f- did find a little poem by Ellis Parker Butler, and it's called A Question. Whenever I feed the barnyard folk, my gentle soul is vexed. My sensibilities are torn, and I am sore perplexed. The rooster so politely stands while waiting for his food. But when I feed him, what a change! He then is rough and rude. He crowds his gentle wives aside or pecks them on the head. Sometimes I think it would be best if he were never fed. And so I often stand for hours deciding which is right, to impolitely have enough or starve and be polite. Hmm. It's a ponderation. <laughs> it is a ponderation. Soer. Soer. Soer? So, uh, so, so, so very. So very. Is what? That, is the word so, uh, soer. Um, I, that's unusual to me. What did so, I say? Uh, no, it's correct. It, it was correct, but I think it, it, it's it's a um, abbreviation for so very. I like the word. Uh, okay. I think it's S O O E R, perhaps or S O E R, something like this. I noticed it in in. in Charles- I think I said a one syllable word is two syllables. Uh, well, I I liked it. I wrote it down. I wrote it down here. My foghorn's still talking. You know, I. Uh, Where was foghorn from? He was from the south, oh, obviously. Gosh. I think he's from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Chatt- yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw that out there right now. That's a good question to look up. Where mm-hmm. are you from? You know. I was listening to a documentary about polygamy the other day, and um, speaking of roosters, because <laughs> <laughs> it says he crowds his gentle wives aside, and that made me think, yeah, he is. Yeah. He's definitely the polygamist of the foul world. I remember watching a video of That's a, a title of a poem, isn't it? What's that? The Polygamist of the Foul World. That does sound kind of like Yeah, that that sort of gets your attention like That's Dante. The Polygamist of entering the, the levels. Okay, never that mind. That sounds like a Salvador Dali painting actually. Oh, yeah, surreal. Yeah, surrealism. But I I watched it, I was I scanned through videos occasionally of, of hawks attacking uh chickens and it's uh, terrifying, but often the rooster will come to the rescue. Yeah. Come and you know just uh, you know uh yeah, and yeah. That's usually, my chick. Usually, yeah, you're messing with messing, messing my girl here. Get out of here. Get her, boy. Get out of here. Get out of my my barnyard. Get out of here, old boy. She ain't no chicken. No chickens over there. <laughs> yeah. I mentioned this uh, exhibit that's here at the museum, and so I thought I'd go ahead and and uh, say a few things about what's going on in April here too, Bill. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because we have our annual. Word Festival in April because April is National Poetry mm-hmm. Month, so that's coming up and that's on the, April sixteenth. And that's a that's a big that's a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. I started the museum's ten years old now, and I think in the second year of its uh, birth creation, being alive, mm-hmm. we had a little festival and it was called Romp Fest then, and we just did little fun things like we had a poetry parade and we had a poster contest and did little things like that. 
And then it changed to Wonder City Word Fest. Mm-hmm. And it's just an annual celebration of words and poetry and, and people and community. And we're just going to do fun things this year. Yeah. You know, we have an Oklahoma poem contest. We're going to give out the awards. And then we're having a band who is really, really fun. They're from Tulsa called the Hi-Fi Hillbillies. Oh, fun. They'll be playing fun. outside. We'll be dancing in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There'll be free food from a, a, a nonprofit food truck run by a local guy named Mark Henson. Mm-hmm. It's called Neighbor's Fork. So nice, there'll be free food. Nice, nice. And we're going to have a poet costume contest. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. And I was even thinking about that with Foghorn, too, because people keep telling me, I don't know what kind of poet to dress as. I don't know that many poets, or I don't know what I would wear that make you think it would think it was that poet. And I said, well, be creative. There's lots of characters out there that were poets yeah, that yeah. aren't traditional poets. Yeah, Foghorn Leghorn is a poet. He is a poet, and, <laughs> and he has so many quick two-liners yeah, or one-liners, yeah, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. and, and it's it's a Southern humor, which is sort of uh, uh, self-depreciating, but it's also humorous, and mm-hmm. it's to the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a plot way of saying, you dumb. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about something. I think the cupboard being bare in one of the episodes. He said, hmm, "Bear, I say bear as a cooch dancer's midriff." <laughs> you know, cooch dancer. And you know, this is a cartoon. No, you know, no, no less. His that, muscles now, are as soggy as a used tea bag. Oh my! And you, now, Joey, you know what a cooch dancer is, don't you? Don't your boy know what a cooch dancer is? Um, Boy's that. about as sharp as a bowling ball. <laughs> bowling ball, I'll say bowling ball. Yeah. He's about as sharp as a pound of wet liver. Wet liver. Wet liver. <laughs> so be creative. You know, Foghorn Leghorn, Yosemite Sam, a lot I of see. those characters were, they were, had they were, a way with words. They, they And they were uh, poets. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew, yeah. yes. Even though I know he's not politically correct, you know, I always love Pepe. Even though well. Leave that poor little cat alone, bless her heart. But, <laughs> Yeah. So so come as, you know, a cartoon character. That's fine. Our good friend Sandy, you know, one of our oh, wonderful Sandy. volunteers here yes. at Romp, she's going to come as Ernest T. Bass from the Andy Griffith Show. Oh, my. She's going to recite Old Aunt Mariah for us. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest T. Bass was a poet. Yeah. You can do that. Oh, that, that would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. I what I would it. really also like to see at, uh, at WordFest is somebody come as Paladin from Have Gun, Will Travel. Paladin. Remember that old Western? Yes. It was a very unusual Western with Rich. Oh, gosh, what was that actor's name? Richard. I remember Paladin. I can't believe I lost his name. But he was very poetic. Mm -hmm. He was always like quoting uh, from poetry. Yeah. And he has a wonderful costume and the black hat and the black shirt and the black pants. Right, right. Okay, somebody, yeah. come riding up. We're giving you the ideas. On your horse. We're giving you the Oh, wouldn't that be cool? And recite some yeah. Ulysses or something. He recited something from Ulysses, I think, in one of the episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be very, very cool. Yeah. Think outside of the box. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you can come as someone traditional like uh, Oscar Wilde or uh, Walt Whitman, Emily Dickinson. Some of those are really recognizable. Um, but, you know, just, just yeah, think about I, it. I, Who's witty? I told you that if I had... I, I, you know, I, I'll think about it. Artie Shaw from Laugh-In. Oh, yeah. And I would get yeah. a big a big daisy and, you know, try to comb my hair the way he did, what hair I have. And, uh, you know, with big daisy. And he, I think he had a, a little suit with short pants and, you know, and sit and recite. Yeah, you know, and be like, people would be looking at me like, uh, who are you? Like, so you would need, this is from Laugh-In, you would need to get someone to come as the, the, the woman who always had the hairnet on. 
You know, oh, they Ru- sat next Ruth, to each Ruth other. Buzzy. Ruth Buzzy. Ruth Buzzy. Had to sit next to each other on the park bench, and y'all yeah. could just quip all day long. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Joan, Joan Worley? She, also, oh, yeah. she, she always had the large <laughs> I don't know how her laugh went, but it was really loud, wasn't it? It was loud. Like a rooster. You know, the, the, <laughs> this, I don't know if the Smothers Brothers were part of it, but Goldie Hawn was young in that series. It was just fun. You know. Yes, back in the day. Well, we we went quite a ways from Rooster, but that sometimes happens. Sometimes it does happen. Yeah. The, the the barnyard path leads many directions. Yeah. Oh, but I appreciate y'all listening. If you want to learn more about anything I was talking about, all our info's on our website, on the museum website, R O M poetry.com yeah it's a good website and then yeah. go to our facebook page too it's just the whole name rural oklahoma museum of poetry and and follow us on there and we just um come see us come, come see us or, or leave a note and if, you, if there's anything you want us to discuss or answer on air we can certainly discuss yes. it and and you can correct us you can correct us or agree or disagree or yes. we, we and we can cuss and discuss uh-huh. all of that <laughs> all of it yeah. All right. So yeah. thanks very much yeah. for listening. And Michael, thank you for this for these two uh poems. We really appreciate it. Keep it yes. up. Yes. <laughs> yes.